Welcome to another episode of ASX Market Goss. For no more than 30 minutes, we're going to dig a little deeper with ASX listed small cap companies, their focus, the future, the highs and lows, and what's next. Part of the conversation is to get to know our guests at a personal level, stuff you don't know about them, their experiences, mentors, slips and slides, even down to their coffee of choice and life away from the share price footy team they might bag for, and investment decision-making. And today's guest is David Prentice. He's the Managing Director of Brookside Energy, ASX code BRK. David, appreciate you coming in. Thanks, Tim. Yeah, nice to be with you. Uh, mate, I've, when I get the lowdown in regards to the people that I'm going to be interviewing and uh, I try to do a, a quick lot of research, I describe you, this is the message I received. David Prentice is my favourite guy in the industry. That's a huge rap. So you've got 29 minutes, not to disappoint. <laughs> it's a big rap. <laughs> what do you think rap. that is, David? Why do you think people, why do you think you are a popular? Because to be honest, I've done a bit of graft and grind around and people say that you are one of the one of the real pioneers and, and really um, happy, uh, effervescent and positive people to be around in the industry. Yeah, look, I think fundamentally, I, you know, I enjoy what I do and I always have. You know, you get out of bed in the morning and you're motivated to, to get into the office because you enjoy what you do and you, you you know you surround yourself with good people and and try and treat people the way you'd expect to be treated yourself and and you know it just rubs off I guess. So. Tell us the BRK. Uh, uh, so tell us in regards to the to the, the Brookside Energy um, story and journey since you've been there. Yeah, so we founded the business in uh, two thousand and fifteen and. Uh, you know, the idea was that we were at sort of the lows, if you like, of where the commodity price cycle was, and and I'd come off a pretty painful experience with uh, with the with the predecessor company to Brookside, which was a company called Red Fork Energy, which, you know, we we uh, built a really strong business, but but we used debt to fundamentally build that business out, and the oil price collapsed, and you know that didn't end well for for either me or the shareholders, so that was that was pretty pretty harrowing experience. Um, but we used that, I guess, that experience and some of the, you know, some of the contacts that I'd built up over that that period of time to to really think about how you might want to do it better, um, you know, with Brookside. And that's so in 2015. That's 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 how we started out. So it was really about this this concept of prospecting for um, and proving up and then monetizing these oil and gas assets and really using a model that private equity. And I'm, you know, private equity or private investors have been using in the US for, for you know, 50 or 100 years. You know, it's, a, it's not, you know, we're, you know, we're sort of pioneers on the ASX, but it's a, a business model. It's well proven. Okay. So I don't want to take you too far back in your time at Redfork, but I'm interested to know where you talk about the 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 damage it caused. Can yeah. I ask you in regards to how much it hurt you uh, mentally, financially, physically, uh, what, what was that experience like and how long did it take you to dust yourself off and go again? Yeah, look, it's a big setback, you know, it's a big setback financially, but probably a big setback, you know, in terms of, you know, you, when you put, uh, you know, 100% of yourself into something and then, you know, if, if, if uh, you know, it doesn't work, ultimately, you know, you, you, you know, it takes a toll. And so, you know, there was certainly some, you know, it was hard on the family, it was hard on hard on me, but most, most importantly, it was, you know, extremely hard on on the shareholders and investors that came along with me for the journey, so that you know that's that's probably the toughest part of the of the thing is that you know you you're bringing people along in these businesses, you're bringing people along on an investment journey, and when it doesn't end well, you know you've got to be accountable to to their losses. So you know it's not really about not really about you know yes yes it was difficult for for me and and for the family, but but it was it, you know it was, it was particularly hard on 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 our shareholders and investors. So what lesson do you take then into Brookside Energy and how? cautious was your initial approach to 
to go again. Yeah, absolutely. So risk, you know, the 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 you know, it's it's made us much more cognizant of measuring risk and and uh, and that's you know hard baked into 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 Brookside now with everything that we do. Um, you know, using corporate debt to, to build out a build out a business when you really don't have any you know control over over commodity prices. But probably the the really at the top of the at the top of the pile was really letting the the rocks drive your decision making. So you know, good good quality rocks and you know with good quality people doing what they're doing will get you a good outcome regardless of what the commodity prices are doing. So that's really the key. Sort of you know, fo- focus on quality is has been the key lesson. Um, when you're in the Red Fork space before you get into the Brookside Energy space, yep. Um, what's that lay time like? I'd be interested to know personally. Where, where, where did you go? Where, which where did you? Where, where? I took took time mentally. You know, you take time out. Um, you know, physically, I took time out. I did a drive. Took the family on a, a drive across the Nullarbor from uh, from 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 Perth to uh, to Tasmania. We we drove across the Nullarbor. So you know, you need time to decompress and and and. And you know, really map out. I guess in your mind, you know, what where where did things go wrong, and 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 so you know, come to come to terms with that, and and really own that, I suppose. Um, and and then then I I just felt like you know, despite you know what my friends and family were telling me, I just felt like I had you know unfinished business, and I had some 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 fantastic mentors, you know, in the US that I that I'd got to know over the journey, and they were sort of telling me that look, you know. This is the business, you know. You're in the oil and gas business. If you haven't, you know, if you haven't had a failure, you really don't. You really don't. You're not trying hard enough, effectively. So, you know, that they encouraged me, and uh, and I and I really felt like I had something left to to, to give. So, I, you know, I was keen to get after it. Did you say so? There, those last few words. Get after it. Yep. You, did you go chips in straight away, or did you go back to crawling? Oh no, we had to. You know, you, you you've got to start from you know go go back to crawling absolutely because you know you, the amount of capital that you can get your hands on is limited. Um, you were know, there, was it was the was the market and were possible investors uh, were they cautious of because of their for the want of a better word and say getting their fingers burnt and, and under red for? No, look, I think certainly there was some of that. Although the people that 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 backed me when we founded Brookside were probably. Of the view that you know they were going to get the benefit of of some lessons learned and 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 they were the new capital coming in, so for them it's an opportunity rather than a, than a, than an issue. Um, but yeah, you know you, you're starting from scratch, so you know you, you you're going from you know uh, you know from a concept to building it up uh, to where we are today. So you know it's it's, it's you start again. Okay, so we so we're now eight years in. Yep. Are yep. you? Is it if you? If, are you on track? Are you happy? Uh, do you feel like it's been a great eight years? Yeah, look, it's been tremendous. And you know, I, I actually took some time this morning to go back and look at some scraps of paper that I wrote down, you know, you know, back in 2015, 2016, about where I'd hoped to be and, you know... In Were these t- goals? T- yeah, so, you know, sort of just a bit of a roadmap for where we wanted to be. And, you know, one of the, one of the things was, you know, to, to really have that... that that uh, focus on that business model and stay true to those kind of, you know, investment hurdle principles. So, you know, regardless of where the commodity prices are, we want to, you know, strong rates of return and, and, and fast paybacks on our wells. But, you know, I wrote down some stuff about, you know, um, you know, $250 million worth of uh, MPV for, for the proved reserves. And, you know, that's a situation where we find ourselves, you know, we've achieved that. Um, you know, we've got very, very strong production. We've drilled four wells that have, that have sort of exceeded our expectations. And we've now got this fantastic asset that we're, 
in the process of monetizing, which will be, a, you know, is a company making asset for us. So, so if I look back, it's really, you know, quite amazing that you look back at that, that sheet of paper where I said, well, this is where I'd like to be. Now, I think, to be honest, I think I, I had a, a three to five year time, time frame on that. And, you know, we, we, we're, we, you know, we've, uh, it's taken longer than that. And that's, that's interesting is it, it always does take longer. And if you do it properly, you, you know, You've just got to you go through the process, and we've seen some um, you know ups and downs in the commodity price cycle along along the journey as well in that time. So, uh, so yeah, it's been interesting, but you, you a lot got, of fun. You have got the COVID cushion though. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah. I can I can always blame COVID. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> where are you? Where 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 are you drilling right now? So just so for, that, for those who are outside looking yeah. in who know nothing about Brookside, just yep. tell us where you are. Yeah, so the assets are all in Oklahoma. So it's about sort of two hours drive south of Oklahoma City for anybody who kind of knows that area. Um, quite close to the uh, the Red River, um, uh, you know, down towards Texas um, in a place called the Anadarko Basin, which is kind of home to many of the very, very successful tier one, uh, you know, uh, listed US uh, EMP companies. And we're, you know, we've been in this fortunate situation where we, we were able to use that prospecting part of our business model, if you like, to identify this wonderful opportunity before the big guys, um, you know, got wind of it. Uh, you know, this it's the typical tale of the small, more agile company being able to identify an opportunity, get get set in there early. Um, and now we're surrounded by those guys, so you know they're watching what we're doing and uh, and and paying quite a bit of attention to the success we're having. So it's really really exciting. Great energy from you so far. David Prentice is the managing director of Brookside Energy ASX. Code BRK and things sound incredibly promising. So uh, keep an eye on that one. Let's get to know you a little bit more. When you wake up in the morning, yep. and I, I notice you're sort of like a um, a designer stubble top guy, you're very George Michael. Um, <laughs> I've been com- I've been compared to Eddie Maguire a bit in my time, actually, Tim. So uh, so I had to grow the beard just slim so the version, be- mate. Yeah, 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 fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's the first thing you do that's not personally related so what's the first work related thing you do in your job so look um because i work in a couple of time zones that that very early morning is a good time for me to pick up the pick up the phone or 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 jump on the computer with a coffee and and then look at the email traffic that's come in uh, time we talking oh 6 a.m you know um and look at the look at the emails that are coming overnight from the guys in the US and 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 quite often you know twice t- twice a week we I would have a zoom call with those guys to to run through just you know you know how things are traveling and what what's going on so that's sort of my my morning and then you know once I've got that a- a- out of the way it's kind of turned to the you know the financial press to see uh, what's happening generally around the market and uh, you know not not necessarily oil and gas related but just across the across the sec- different sectors and uh, you know so I spend a bit of time touring through that are you a constant watcher of the share price look i i look at it more often than i than i should um, you know i think you know you know you know in terms of my you know my mental uh, strength i suppose you know i've got the ability to compartmentalize you know what it is that we're trying to build here so that's 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 front and you know front and center for me is we're trying to build something and and it's going to take time and we need to do it properly so that's kind of you know that's that's your fun, your, your principal focus but you know stepping back from that you've got your friends you've got your family you've got you know close associates you've got a bunch of, of people shareholders that with money in in the business and you're accountable to them and so ultimately you know use a sporting sort of you know analogy as a scoreboard is you know the, the the share price is the scoreboard right and and you know we've been through a difficult time where we've achieved you know you know we we've 
met or exceeded our expectations in terms of our operational performance, but the share price hasn't responded, and that, that that's quite difficult because you know you you're accountable to, to to people in terms of you know them saying well you know you know I invested you know you've done you've done what you said you were going to do, but the share price isn't moving. What's going on? So you know so that. Well, how do you respond to that? Well, you know, um, it's it's a challenge to be honest. I mean, you know the the the. You've got to be open to, to the frustration that, that people feel because, you know, and you've got to be open to sort of saying, well, look, if, if what, we're, what we're currently doing in terms of presenting the, the message, you know, you probably don't want to change your strategy in terms of building the business, but in terms of how you're presenting the message and, and, and you know, how much, uh, you know, exposure you're getting, um, you, need to, you need to be open to the idea, well, we're just not getting traction, we need to do more and work harder, and I guess that's, that's the way to address it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's... You know, I guess in your in this business, you see see this all the time. You know, there's lots of people like me d- building these companies. Uh, you know, on the ASX, and they're all scrambling for the attention of, of investors. And and so, you know, you you you've got to try and always try and be the the uh, orange golf ball or the yellow umbre- yellow umbrella. You know, stand out from the crowd. And so, you know, we, we're always looking for ways to try and do that. And that's a bit of aim of this podcast, where people get to know you, the person, yep. and what drives you and, and your yep. honesty so far in regards to the journey that's been and where you're going now, I think is, I'm sure it's got great appeal to our listening audience. And we are chatting with David Prentice, Brookside Energy, ASX Co. BRK. So if you think you're doing well and you're the holes are good and you're, you're digging and you're drilling and everything's going hunky-dory. Yep. How do you get better? So I think that there's two, there's two things. You know, be, better in terms of our um, raising the profile of the business, I think that, you know, we've got a lot of work to do there. That's, you know, we, we, we're still a young, you know, relatively young business. We, we could do more to get more exposure and, and attract, um, you know, um, you know, this business is really all about, um, you know, to the investor relations part of the business, mm. at least, is really all about trying to, you know, constantly looking for new buyers. You know, you want you constantly constantly want new investors so that you're providing that liquidity for people who, for whatever reason, need to need to exit. So you know, you're constantly looking for new people, looking at the stock, and 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 and, and getting ready to invest. And you and you're probably always trying to, um, you know, as the business matures. You know, attract um, investors with perhaps longer, longer time frames and and uh, and, and a different, you know, different in, investment sort of methodology. So, so that that's kind of you know something that we're focused on at the moment. Iggy Tan sat in this studio um, from Alltech Batteries, and he talked about he believes he gets three investors on, shareholders on, and two go off. Do you subscribe to that theory? Yeah, look, you know, I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't know about the numbers, but you certainly, absolutely do. You know, you know, if you think about it, that's one of the attractions of the small cap space in Australia. For you know, why why we get such such sort of liquidity and so much capital that gets invested in these startup businesses is because it, they, it is liquid. You know, you can people can say, oh, look, I you know, I had a go at that. And and it looked good and and it and it worked out really well for me. But now I've you know I've got you know something else to do with my money and they can they can move on. So you, you're constantly looking at, at that 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 turnover on your. Would you like estate. to have better contact with those who go to say, hey, what were we doing right? And they might respond to you and say, hey, look, I've made my money. I've gone out the door. Yep. And or they say, uh, it just wasn't happening for me. Yeah, look, we've that's been a particular focus for us in the last uh, three three months or so. We've been we've. Uh, We've built this uh, or introduced this investor hub um, for our for our shareholders, where they can actually make direct contact with us with with questions, and we respond to the questions. And so, but what that also does is it tracks people coming and going off the register. So we we take the opportunity to 
welcome new entrants, you know, with a little email saying, look, thanks very much. We've noticed, you've, you know, you've bought some shares. This is what we're doing. This is the plan. Reach out to us if you've got any questions. And yeah, we, you know, we, if we see somebody exiting, we can, we can send them a note saying, look, you know, we noticed you're starting to lighten the load. Um, you know, is it something we said? <laughs> you know, and, uh, and, you know, stay engaged with them. So we're doing that and, uh, and that's been pretty rewarding. Is patience the key as an investor of, of Brookside? Look, I think if you're if you're invested in 2015, 2016, you need to be extremely patient and need to have you know you needed to be you know you needed to back me and back my vision. Do you have many that have stuck? Absolutely, all the way through? yeah, absolutely. That must give you huge confidence and heart. It does enormous amount, but you know it also it also means that you're you know you know you're under the under pressure to deliver, right? So it's how do you uh, cope with the pressure? Yeah, it, it's um. You know, I think if I'm honest with myself, I probably enjoy it. You know, it's probably what it's probably what uh, is part of what gets you out of bed in the morning. If you you know, it's it motivates you. Right? You talked about your family. You talked about going across to Tassie and driving across the Nullarbor. And yep. I don't need to dig too in regards to, to getting too personal, but life away from this, life yeah. away. What 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 floats your boat in regards to life away from the hardcore stuff? Yeah. So look, I'm I'm a I'm a sort of a you know keen. Uh, you know, uh, car guy. So I, you know, mess around with my son. You know, tinkering around on four wheel drives, and you know, messing around doing doing a bit of that sort of stuff on the weekend to try and switch off. Um, play a bit of golf. Um, uh, you know, tennis. Are you any good? Oh no, you know, Remember? no, no. Just play. Just play. Get on, yeah, to, get yeah. on and play. Yeah, yeah. Tennis at Royal Wembley. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. best <laughs> hey, best public course in Australia. Don't worry about that. So enjoy that and uh, enjoy and play social tennis. You know, with a bunch of guys my age. Uh, you know, which is sort of you know a little bit of tennis and a little bit of beer drinking. But um, but yeah, keep 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 uh, keep fit. What's so. your favourite lager of choice? Um, I've had a I've had a um, a twelve month uh, hiatus from uh, from from the from the grog, but before that I was probably a uh, you know didn't mind a dingo lager. That's oh, yeah. uh, you know that's a bit of a popular uh, beer around the place these days. Have you have you dropped the kegs on uh, kgs from not having a drink? Yeah, I have. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sort of. Uh, yeah, a few kgs came off as a fantastic. Result, right? yeah, I just say, good on you, Eddie. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank God, thank God for the growth. Uh, David Prentice is our guest. Uh, Coffee of choice. We talked about beer. What's your coffee of choice? Yeah, just a, I'm just a flat white guy, mate. Yeah. Small, small flat white. Don't overthink it, it. No, keep it simple. No, not um, oat or soy or anything like that. No, no, mate. I'm pretty, pretty straight up and down. <laughs> yeah. Team of choice. Do you have? Do you follow a sporting? Yeah, look, code? I, I do. I follow the AFL, and um, and I, uh, I'm old enough to remember that um, you know back in the days when you used to have a, a um, have a West Australian team and a Victorian team you used to watch the winners on Sunday night and uh, and and. Uh, so St Kilda is my is my is my team. Yeah, <laughs> I've gone a little bit off them with Ross Lyon at the helm now because we didn't really get on that well during his time. Ross the boss. Yeah, he yeah. used to bully us around the poor yeah. old media. But well, we've got to, we haven't we've had a wonderful start. A good start. I'm just a bit concerned that you know the, the April Premier situation. Uh, oh, I don't think we'll be talking flags just yet. Mind no. you, we haven't got, we haven't got much to fall back on. No, but the, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sixty six. I was one when yeah. that happened. Yeah. I'll dine out on it. Uh, uh, fantastic. Uh, so, uh, just talk to us now in regards to your motto, your, your your work motto. Do you have something? You talked about your notes and your goal setting. What about your your work motto? What do you work by? Yeah, I don't. I don't really know that I have a motto. I guess um, you know I try and stay 
stay connected with, you know... Uh, Reality. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> and stay connected with the, the, you know, the mentors that I've, the, you know, the, the, the contacts that I've built up over, over the years. You've touched you know, on that a couple of times. Can you share some, so without, you don't have to give notes, you don't wish, but... Yeah, there's a couple of guys, there's, you know, there's a couple of guys here in Perth that... Um, that have backed me at different times across the journey from the from the finance side, which I, you know, really appreciate and and I've learned a lot from. Um, and in and then in the US, there's you know there's uh, you know there's, there's one guy in particular who has been enormously successful, you know, in in the oil and gas space who has really helped me and guided me. So you know if if you know if you ever sort of worry about you know you know am I straying from the you know from the path here and you know or you know and it, probably not straying from the path. It's more about it's more about absorbing the pressure to say no, no, no. I know, I know what I'm doing. I know I'm on the right path, but but I'm getting this sort of extraneous pressure to sort of you know to try and you know respond to the vagaries of the market. And you go back to those those sort of people to say you know just to reinforce that yeah you know hold hold firm. You're on the right track. You know your time will come. Do you think you feel that way? Because if you've mentioned that a couple of times, you seem very aware of performance and people who have backed you in, yep. whether it be the very start of Brookside or in newbies and you're yep. trying to get more people yep. to come in, yep. do you worry too much about their impressions of you or do you...? It's not, not, not about my, the, the impressions of me, more so about, about uh, you know, are they understanding the business, you know, because if you don't, if you're a poor communicator yeah. of the strategy and, and, and what you've achieved... Then you run the risk of of the asset assets not being priced correctly, and people people getting you know you know you, you, are you are you you know um, exposed to a potential takeover at at a, at a depressed price, or or do people just get bored and move on, right? So you, so you really do need to focus on trying to make sure that um, that that you are getting things priced right in in, in the market. It's a you know, big part of a big part of my job. Yeah, well, I, I find you incredibly. Um for the want of a better word again, you know, it sounds like you're just, there's a real awareness about you in regards to what you're doing, who you lean on, people that work around you. You've also got that family element. I think you've got all bases covered, David, and, and so far I've been incredibly impressed. We're going to, in a moment, talk about your short, your mid and your long-term futures for, for Brookside. Um, is Oklahoma king? Is that where it is? Or do you look beyond Oklahoma as a company? So um, Oklahoma is king for us for a couple of reasons. Um, it's... It, you know, it, it's got a fantastic regulatory environment where, uh, you know, oil and gas is 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 a integral part of the of the of the economy, but also of the community. So if you think about where we operate, we we are drilling these wells on private land. So so and we're leasing you know the rights to drill from the farmers who live on the land. So we negotiate directly with them the terms of of what that lease looks like. And they're going all right, the farmers. And they're, and they're doing very well. <laughs> But it's a really interesting situation because you know, not like you know, unlike here in Australia where you get this pushback from people not wanting not, not wanting you on their land to do to do this exploration work or to do this production work. It's, it's the opposite in Oklahoma. They want you on there, and because they're the direct beneficiaries of 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 the success, and also a lot of them have you know um, family members who work in the industry. So it's a very virtuous circle where everybody's kind of committed to doing the right thing by each other and and. Uh, and you know, strong regulation means that you know anybody who's not doing the right thing in terms of you know environmental stewardship or even safety, the way they're treating their workers, 
it just just really gets weeded out because people talk and the farming community talks and then all of a sudden it's like, you know, those guys aren't particularly good operator, we're just not going to lease to them and, and they and they sort of drift out of the system. So we love Oklahoma for that reason. You know, you know all of the things that, that you want, you know, fantastic infrastructure, for example, lots of pipelines, lots of re- refineries, lots of gas processing facilities all nearby. So it means, you know, we drill a well from the time we sort of turn our first sort of earth to when we're, we've got dollars coming in the door is about three months. So, you know, in terms of, of putting that in the context of trying to do something here in Australia, I mean, it's just not, it's an order of magnitude different. You know? so, so Australia is not on the map in any way, no, 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 not for us, no. Does anyone tap on your door to say, hey, I've heard you might be able to strike it rich in... We get we get lots of uh, inbound, you know, ideas from all sorts of people. Um, you know, that's, you know, particularly now that we've had some success where, you know, generating quite a bit of revenue. We've got, you know, we're making making some money and so people go, oh, well, you know, we, we can find a way to help you spend that. So, But we're focused. We, we know we've got a particular niche that we're good at and we're going to stay stay true to that. Okay, so short, mid, long term and, and your pitch to future investors who are listening to this podcast and like the cut of your cloth and I'm sure they all do just in regards to, to, to Brookside and why people should get involved. So what's your short, mid, Long and you and you and you. Yeah. So in, in terms of the short term, if you think about our business model as a bit of a funnel, where we've got all these ideas that come in at the top of the funnel, and then and then you know the monetization happens at the bottom of the funnel. So you're sort of weeding things out along the way, and you end up you know with the with with the successes come through the bottom of the funnel. We've got in our Swish AOI, which is our sort of flagship project. We're at that point now where. We've done the prospecting, we've done the proving up, and we're in the monetizing phase, and that's where all of our profit and revenue is coming from now. And we've done particularly well. So the next steps there, the short-term steps there, are how do we maximize value for shareholders out of that opportunity, whether that be via a sale of that asset to one of these big majors that's 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 sitting around it around us, whether it means um, going ahead and developing it ourselves, or whether we do a joint venture with these guys, you know, and and or a combination of all of those three things. So that's taking up most of our time at the moment is is, is getting that dismount, if you like, you know, to use the the, the gymnastics. So uh, you know, we've we've done everything beautifully. We've got to nail the dismount now, um, and so that's that's ongoing. We've got uh, in our Bradbury AOI, which is kind of a, you know back up at the top of the funnel. It's a brand new area that we're just we've drilled one well. We're starting to prove that up, and and that's exciting. So that's you know that's kind of the next you know so they're, they're all the short term the sh- short term uh, uh, catalysts and uh, and then sort of you know medium term it's it's what does success in that case that monetization case look like for shareholders you know is it, you know is there a you know is there an opportunity to return capital to, to, to shareholders in some way is there an opportunity to um, you know, to, to uh, you know, some, somehow look at the capital structure and, and, and you know, get something back to shareholders. Is there uh, a chance to reinvest that into a much bigger opportunity? That's the sort of the, 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 the medium to long term scenario. And, and the simple pitch for those who are listening for the first time and love your story but love the yep. Brookside story, just tell us in regards to... Well, look, the really simple pitch that, you know, the, the, you know, the elevator pitch is literally, you know, we've proven up this fantastic resource which we're in the process now of monetising and you know the 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 net present value uh, of the of the oil and gas in the ground, you know, equates to about five cents per share, and we're currently trading at about one point three cents per share. So you know that's that that's that's the, that's the that's the pitch. Um, and the pitch is uh, impressive in itself. You're an impressive uh, human, and I know the person who said you said you'll love this bloke. He is an absolute gun. David Prentice, Managing Director of Brookside Energy, ASX Code, of course, is BRK. 
Really appreciate you coming and sharing some time, sharing your your journey, your struggles, the positive nature. And again, I'm, I'm sure people listening to the podcast are very impressed. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Tim. The content of this podcast is intended to be general in nature and is not personal financial product advice. It does not address the circumstances of any individual or entity. You should not construe any of this information or other part of the material as legal, tax, investment, financial or other professional advice. ASX Market Goss and its employees are not financial advisors. You should consider seeking independent legal, financial, taxation or other advice to check how any information relates to your unique circumstances. Nothing contained in this podcast constitutes a solicitation, recommendation, endorsement or offer by ASX Market Goss or any third party to buy or sell any securities or other financial instruments in this or any other jurisdiction in which such solicitation or offer would be unlawful under the securities laws of such jurisdiction.